business of drag and me with your host, the wonderful Brayden. We'll talk about taxes. We'll talk about business. We'll talk about life. Spill the tea. See you there. Well, hello, friend, and welcome back. This is Brayden, your favorite gay tax attorney helping drag professionals with finance, tax, legal, and business topics. This is part three in our 12-part series where we are diving into legal and tax basics for freelancers and drag professionals just like yourself. If you missed the welcome or the first two parts, I would go back and start there because all of these lessons are cumulative. Today, we are talking about quarterly taxes. So if you're not familiar with quarterly taxes, they're also sometimes called estimated taxes. It's the concept that we should be paying taxes to the IRS on a quarterly basis throughout the year, rather than just waiting until tax season and paying a lump sum. Now, you might be wondering, what's the purpose of that? Well, it all has to do with time value of money and the fact that we all want our money sooner rather than later. So most of us understand that a dollar today is worth more than a dollar was 10 years ago or worth less, sorry. And a dollar today is worth is worth more than a dollar 10 years from now, right? So our money is worth less now than it used to be and it's worth more than it's going to be due to inflation. And this is why we always want to collect money as early as possible. Also because we have bills to pay and the federal government is no different. Ideally, they would like for you to send them money every time you get paid. So you have a gig, you collect some tips, you go online, you make an immediate payment to the IRS, you do that on a daily basis. They would probably love that if it were practical. But that's not really practical, probably for them or for us. So rather than waiting and paying on an annual basis, they're like, okay, we'll do quarterly. That's kind of a happy medium. So that is what we have. Now, the actual rule for whether you're legally required to pay quarterly taxes is a bit complicated. And when I say legally complicated or legally required, I don't mean that you're going to get like necessarily in trouble if you don't pay them. It's just that you will owe penalties and interest if you don't pay quarterly taxes. So we'll get to the penalties in a second. And first, we're going to break down this rule. So the rule says you must pay quarterly taxes if you expect to owe at least $1,000 in taxes and you expect your withholding and refundable credits to be less than the smaller of 90% of the tax owed or 100% of the prior year tax. So I'm going to run through an example. I have my handy dandy whiteboard here. Um, and as I'm doing this, you can kind of follow the numbers as well. All right. So first of all, let's look at, let's give a hypothetical. Okay. So let's say that we have a fictional taxpayer and their prior year tax owed. Let's say prior year in this scenario is 2022 and their prior year tax owed is $9,000. All right, so $9,000 is prior year tax owed. So great. Now let's say that they have a, a full-time job. So let's say J-O-B, where they make um, $60,000. So full-time job, they make $60,000. 
Now withholding, we mentioned the word withholding in this rule. Uh, withholding is when you have a job or any other source of income and they are automatically taking taxes out for you and sending that to the IRS. If you've ever gotten a paycheck, you've probably seen that before. It'll say amount withheld for federal taxes, amount withhold, withheld for uh, Medicare, Social Security, state tax. You get the picture. So let's say that your job is withholding 20% of your $60,000 for taxes. So 60,000 times 0.2 is $12,000. So we'll put withholding, withholding 12,000. Cool, cool, cool. So we have our withholding. Now let's assume that on top of your job, you have your self-employment income, your freelance income. And we're going to use nice, clean numbers to make this math really even. So let's pretend we have our profit and loss. So we'll write profit and loss, right? We covered P&Ls in our previous video. So profit and loss. And we have revenue. Revenue equals 50000 we have no cost of goods, so our gross profit is also 50,000. We have expenses, writing out expenses here, of 20,000. And then we have profit of 30,000, right? Revenue minus expenses is 30,000. Now let's calculate our tax owed. So keep in mind that we have our employment income of 60,000 and then we have business profit of 30,000. So 60,000 plus 30,000 is our total income and that's $90,000. Now, if we go through our tax calculation method that we covered in the last video, we're also going to have our standard deduction. We're going to have our other tax benefits, all that good stuff. We're not going to go through that again in this video because that would be too much. Let's just assume. Uh, instead, what we're going to do is we're going to assume that we have an effective tax rate of about 15%. So 15% tax. Got to do 15% on $90,000 times 0.15 is $13,500. So now let's analyze this with our rule. We're gonna assume for simplicity that we have no refundable credits. So the rule says we must pay quarterly taxes if we expect to owe at least $1,000. Well, we expect to owe 13,500. So that one, check, we, we meet that, right? And then we expect our withholding um, to be less than the smaller of 90% of the tax owed or 100% of the prior year tax. So let's first determine, well, what's 100% of the prior year tax? That's the um, prior year tax was 9,000, right? So 9,000, great. Um, and then 90% of the tax owed would be 90% of 13,500. So 90% of 13,500 is 12,150. 
So the lesser of these two amounts, the lesser of 9,000 and 12,000 is 9,000. So the rule says that we must pay quarterly taxes if our withholding is less than $9,000. Our withholding was 12,000, which is more than 9,000. So no, we are not required to pay quarterly taxes, all right? So this is an illustration. We have our nice big whiteboard here of information. This is an illustration of how this rule works in practice. Now, if you don't have a full-time job or a part-time job or any source of withholding, this becomes a lot easier because you have no withholding. And therefore, as long as you're going to owe $1,000 in taxes, you are required to make quarterly tax payments. So that is how all of that works in practice. Now, if all of that was really overwhelming and you're like, Jesus Christ, Braden, never going to do any of that math. No worries. You can go with my general rule, my top tip, which is simply this. If you expect to have a profit in your freelance or business income, then you should be paying quarterly taxes. All right. So what does that mean? If you have $1,000 in income and $500 in expenses, you have a $500 profit. And we're going to set aside a little percentage of that, and you're going to pay it on a quarterly basis. So easy peasy, am I out of profit? And I, am I making more money than I'm spending? If yes, you're going to pay some quarterly taxes. So the reason why I give this rule is because I have seen people really get themselves in trouble with not paying quarterly taxes. I call it the oh shit cycle of back tax. It's a slippery slope. So here's a common example of what I see happen. Someone will, like I mentioned a second ago, make $1,000, they'll profit 500, they won't pay any quarterly taxes. Um, but they don't typically really end up owing because they have their standard deduction. Maybe they do have a job where their withholding is gonna offset an amount, that amount, so they're, they're fine, right? And then the next year comes around and they've made $10,000, maybe they've profited 5,000, they still haven't paid quarterly taxes because they don't see the urgency and they end up owing about $1,000. So they're like, okay, shit, that's you know not, not what I was expecting, but I have some savings or I have a gig coming up, I can get it paid, not a problem. But then the next year their income triples and now they're stuck with the $5,000 tax bill and they have to get on an installment agreement to pay that off. And now they're paying their installment agreement so they don't feel like they have the funds to also save for quarterly taxes. So they just pay their installment agreement and then the next year they make even more money and they have to get on a new installment agreement. And so they're always in this cycle of paying last year's taxes, which is not what we want to happen, okay? If you happen to be in that cycle, I do have some resources and stuff to help with that. You can let me know, so drop some comments in the video if you feel comfortable doing that or hop over to my website and contact me. But that is what we are trying to avoid. So with that in mind, um, let's also talk about this penalty a bit that I mentioned, because I mentioned that failure to pay our taxes has a penalty. Now I'm gonna read through a section of my book again, link to the book if you want to check it out. Um, but this is kind of like a read along story hour, no violation of copyright since I own the copyright to my own book, fun little legal tidbit there. All right, so penalties. 
The IRS has a few different tax penalties that range in amount. The two primary penalties are the late payment penalty and the late filing penalty. A tax return is late and is subject to the late filing penalty if a taxpayer fails to meet the April 15th annual deadline or fails to meet the October 15th deadline if and when they file an extension. You may initially think the late payment penalty serves to charge penalties when you fail to pay taxes before those same dates, but that's only partially true. If you're required to pay quarterly taxes, then the penalties start to accrue after the deadline if you fail to pay. By now, uh, you know that I love a good example. So let's look at one to see how the late payment penalty works in practice. So example, let's assume for simplicity that Barb has taxable income of $100,000 and an effective tax rate of 20%. How much does Barb owe in taxes and how much should she pay on a quarterly basis? Do some quick math before moving forward. So if you want, you can pause this video and do the math on those question prompts I just gave you. Otherwise, I'm going to run through the answer. Our tax calculation is pretty straightforward. Barb owes tax of 20% on her $100,000 in taxable income, which is $20,000. The IRS wants us to divide that and pay $5,000 in four equal installments quarterly. Now let's calculate Barb's penalty, assuming she never made any quarterly tax payments. We will also assume that Barb filed her taxes on April 15th for the previous tax year and paid the full tax on the same date. The quarterly tax due dates are April 15th, June 15th, September 15th, and January 15th. Each payment is for the prior quarter. When we break this down, we can see that Barb paid her first quarter taxes exactly one year late. Remember, they were due on April 15th, the year before. Her second payment was 10 months late. The third payment, seven months late. And the final payment was three months late. We will disregard compound interest for simplicity. Let's look at the first quarter payment. The penalty is 0.05% per month. 0.05% of $5,000 is $25. That payment was 12 months late, so we multiply $25 by 12 months, which is $300. We do the same calculation for the other three payments, but we multiply that $25 amount by 10 months, 7 months, and 3 months, respectively. Once all the math is done, the total penalty is $800. Please note that we're doing a simplified calculation with the goal of achieving a conceptual understanding of quarterly taxes. So let's do a bit more analysis. Barb's tax was $20,000. Her penalty was $800, which is about 4% of the tax due. Generally, whenever I break down the math, the failure to pay quarterly tax penalty equals between 3 and 5% of the total tax due. You can use that as a good rule of thumb or shortcut if you ever want to break down your friend's tax penalties as a party trick, as someone would do if they're seeking cool points. So <laughs> that was our example. So about 4% of the tax due is usually going to end up being the penalty. So it's not a huge amount. What I typically like to tell people is you should never freak out if you're behind on your quarterly tax payments. You should definitely never go into credit card debt in order to pay them because 4% is going to be a lot less of a penalty and interest than what you're going to owe on a credit card. But you definitely don't want to get caught on that oh shit cycle of back taxes. Okay, so it's important that once we're making a profit, we start saving money for taxes and we start paying those taxes on a quarterly basis. Now, if you're like, all right, Braden, well, tell me how much to pay. 
we're going to cover that in one of the later parts of this series. So do not worry. Uh, meanwhile, if you want to get a head start on that, I do have a quarterly tax estimation spreadsheet. Very fun. I'm sure you're very excited to get into it. Um, you can get access to that if you buy a copy of my book. Uh, you can also get it as a member of my Drag Tax Basics course. Uh, and that, uh, if you join the course, you actually get to schedule a complimentary 15-minute one-on-one call with me where we will go through the quarterly tax estimation guide together. Uh, and I'll put some information in the description on how you can join that as well. You're actually going to download my bookkeeping template spreadsheet, and then you'll get a special offer to join the program. So I hope that helped. Um, again, if you didn't follow the complicated rule, that's totally okay. I just want you to have a conceptual understanding of the purpose of quarterly taxes, when and why you should be paying them. And that's going to set us up great for our next lesson. And once you're ready, I will meet you over in that video. Hi everyone, it's me, Robin Saga for the cast of season 12, RuPaul's Drag Race. Do you need help doing your taxes? Of course you do. You're stupid, but you're pretty. You might be a drag queen and you can do dips and splits and all of that other stuff. You can grab a dollar, two dollars, but are you paying Uncle Sam? If you don't know how, you need help. And that's why you need Business of Drag. That's right, you need Business of Drag. Taxes are a drag. Tune in for help from a pro. All right, all you drag performers out there, Taxes are stressful. We all know tax season. Taxes are stressful, stress causes wrinkles, and filler is not deductible. Hire us for help. You need it. You really, really do. Hey everyone, I help. Oh, there goes my titty. That is not deductible. Mm, okay. Hey everybody, it's me, Rockham Sock from the cast season. Oh, sorry. Hey everybody, it's me, Rockham Sock from the cast season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race, and I'm here to tell you that if you're stupid and pretty just like me, you might need help on your taxes, because taxes are a drag, but you need to tune in for help. Oh, motherfucker. I, God damn it, I got this wrong. Okay, one more time. Sorry. Hi everyone, it's me, Rockham Sock from the cast season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. You guys, if you're like me, you're beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, stunning. People run down the street just to get a look at you. But you're also insanely stupid and not good at doing things like math or handling your money. That's why Business of Drag is here. Taxes are a drag. Tune in for help from a pro. Might I add, taxes are stressful. Stress causes wrinkles and filler is not deductible. No, no deductee. Hire us for help. You need it. Business of drag! Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. Pay your taxes. Or Uncle Sam will do, do a split on your throat, metaphorically speaking. Do your taxes.